Hello and welcome to Super Rugby round, what is it, round 16? Yeah, round 16 preview brought to you by Driving Mall. Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall, your best place rugby predictions and opinion. So we kick off on um, Friday night with the Blues versus the Bulls. And first up, if you're going to be at Eden Park, come along and say hello. I will be in the West End if it's um, not raining. If it's raining, then we'll be probably hiding up somewhere uh, at the top of the South Stand, to be honest. But um, come and say hello. I'll be at this game and uh, doing live post-match reaction from the game as well. So uh, check out uh, YouTube forward slash C forward slash Driving Mall for that. So anyway, uh, actually, it's this channel. That's what I'm talking about. One of anyway, there we go. Um, the uh, forward slash live is how you get the live ones whenever I'm going live. So do that. Um, Blues versus Bulls. Uh, Blues, um, clearly uh, the favourites in this one. Uh, naming a side that's uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much a full-strength side. No changes in the back line. So Nanai, Caleb Clark, Awani, um, with uh, TJ Fiani, Mananu, Harry Plummer and Ruru. Up front, um, just one change in the forwards where uh, James Parsons comes back in um, uh, after after hooker. So he starts a hooker. Um, so Hodgman, Parsons, Tongathasi on that front row. Tupelotu, Scrafton in the engine room. And then Robinson. Gibson and Akiriwani in the Lucies. So, yeah, strong side there for the um, for the Blues. Bit of a question mark as to where has Carl Twanafakati um, disappeared to? Um, not seen him around for a while, so not sure what's going on there. They say illness, but um, that's all they've said so far. Um, for the Bulls, um, we have a uh, uh, again another pretty um, settled side. Still missing Pollard, which is obviously the, the key one. Um, we see. Um, Van Zilk takes over from Andre Warner at um, scrum half uh, and um, Staden comes in on the flank, uh, which means that um, Schumann moves to number eight as uh, Vermeulen um, misses out in for th- this week. So, uh, yeah, again, um, going to need a big game from uh, Libok uh, there in that number 10 jersey. Um, see how he goes. Obviously, always with these bull sides, a strong forward pack. Um, and uh, also Speckman has been really dangerous um, out wide. So they'll be looking at making sure he does not get as much, get, uh, any space at all. Caleb Clark will be obviously in charge of that. Glenn has also been pretty good from fullback as well. Interesting to see the Bulls say so they need to have a quick start to this one. Um, and that's not surprising. We're looking at the stats for them. Um, they, uh, they generally do make good starts the first half. They scored nine of their tries in that first 20 minutes. But they've only have scored three in the next 20 minutes before half time, and that's going to be that second quarter of the game is going to be key for them. For the Blues, the Blues um, generally are slow starters. Only six tries in that first quarter of the game, um, and they score more tries, uh, 21 in the second half compared to 14 in the first half um, generally. So, uh, yes, yeah, slow starters from the Blues, and expect them to uh, ramp it up as they go through um, into the second half as well. Uh, the Bulls hold up pretty good in the second half, but it really is that quarter, that 20 minutes before half time, where the Bulls tend to struggle. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see who can um, who will come out on top there. The Bulls have only scored at 29 tries this season. Um, that is the uh, third fewest. Only the Stormers and Sunwolves have scored less tries than they have. So don't expect a big try fest um, out of this one. I have gone for the home side. I've gone Blues by five. Um, so. Uh, let's see. Let me know how you think you, that one will go. Then we have the Rebels versus the Waratahs. Um, a lot of hype around this Rebels side, really around one jersey in particular. 
Um, and that is Matamua coming in at 12, uh, in, in the 12 jerseys. So it's Genia Cooper, and then Tamua with Reese Hodge outside him, and the back three of Corabetti, Maddox, um, and Dane Helner Petty. So I say a lot of, uh, of hype around that Matamua in that 12 jersey uh, with him coming back. They've also got a, a new front row as well. So uh, quite a bit of change for this um, Rebels side. Um, coming up against um, the Tars. Uh, and yeah, they've got to say, this has got one of those sort of Wallabies selection um, kind of things written all over it. Um, for the Waratahs, um, it's a much more settled side. Uh, Carmichael Hunt um, is the major omission. Uh, got an injury last week. So he's replaced by um, Fiketti, uh, after his, uh, who came off the bench last week. Um, and then Curtis Rona um, also returns to the starting 15 in place of um, Cameron Clark. Um, as well, but uh, um, a couple of just a little hat tip to uh, Tom Robinson, who will earn his 50th cap, um, Waratahs and Summers cap uh, in this game. And Jed Holloway can also um, get his 50th appearance if he comes off the bench. So a couple of um, landmarks looking at being passed there. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see that back that, that um, rebel side against. Um, uh, back line that it is Sean of Carmichael Hunter who's been playing well in that 12 jersey. So Fiketti is the guy who's going to have to come on and um, cope with um, Matt Tamua there. Uh, you got to say that even though the Rebels have um, not been looking so great um, of uh, of late, you've got to say that Waratah has been looking worse. So I'm looking at um, Rebels by five in that one. We then have the Summers versus Brumbies. Um, no news on the lineups for these two over in Japan. So it's the early game on Saturday. Um, and the Brumbies have gotten this. This one's got all the kind of uh, feeling of an ambush about it. The Brumbies have an awful away record. They've won one out of seven all season. Um, they would, you'd think they'd come into this one pretty complacent, expecting a win um, against someone who haven't won in a long time. So um, this one, you've got to say, uh, I say it does have ambush written all over it to me. Um, we could, this is, but I'm still going with the Brumbies by three. The Summers have just been so poor uh, since they've basically announced that they were going to leave the competition. Uh, that seems to have knocked all of the stuffing out of them. Chiefs versus Crusaders then on Friday night, and that is over in Fiji. Um, so even though it's a Chiefs home game, it's not in Hamilton. If you are in Hamilton, come down to the Sky Sports Bar where I will, uh, sorry, Sky Sports Bar, come down to Sky City for the Zone Sports Bar <laughs> where myself and Graham Intermeads will be hosting our watch party there. So come and join us and enjoy the game. I say no lineups um, for this one, but basically, let's be honest, this is uh, a um, an injured team versus the best team in the competition. Now, the Crusaders have stumbled recently. Two draws in the last four games, not a convincing win over the Blues, only that one good win over the Bulls um, over in the last four games. So, um, have the Chiefs learnt anything from those? I'm going um, Crusaders, Crusaders by seven, because it's really hard not to pick the Crusaders. They've only lost once all season, even if they're not at their best at the moment. Um, and you've got to say the Chiefs are missing just so many key players. The Reds then host the um, Haguaris. Um Six changes for the Reds in their starting 15 for this game, which is the Indigenous round. So look for some really nice jerseys out of the Australian sides uh, over this, um, this this weekend. Um, so they've got a new front row. Um, Karevi comes back in. Isaac Roller drops out um, with one of those with the Rugby Australia workload management policy, as they say. Um, and a whole bunch of other changes as well. So uh, a much changed um, red side coming in to this one. Um, obviously, Karevi coming back is a massive boost for them. Uh, he is a lot of their go forward, especially in that um, in amongst the backs. 
but uh, you do look at that side and go, oh, there's um, Angus Blythe, um, Salakia, Lotto in, in the locks. Doesn't, re- doesn't fill you with a lot of confidence. Higginbottom comes back on actually to start this week. He's been on the bench the past couple of weeks. Um, so, um, so I'm going to say, you've got to wonder um, about um, this side. Haguar has been playing really well. Am I being um, too, uh, I don't know, too, too influenced by Haguar's um, purple patch recently, where they've won six out of their last seven games? I'm not sure, um, but I am back in Haguar's by five um, in this one. The Sharks then take on the Hurricanes, and again, we've not got any um, uh, lineups news for that game or the Lions versus Storms that comes after it in the last two. This is really the key game, uh, key time for the Hurricanes. This is the, uh, their South Africa tour now. Got these two games over there. Um, this one, I think it's the Storms they've got next week. So two very big games for the Canes. They are they have been the clear second best side in this tournament. Um, but uh, uh, people have had lots of question marks about them, especially recently after they lost to the Haguaris. Uh And uh, also there are question marks about that pack up front, let's be honest. But the only other losses have been against the Crusaders. So perhaps people are being a tad harsh on them. The Sharks, a look, they really, uh, this has become must-win must games because they're three points behind the Jaguars, who now top the Africa Conference um, and could get that home quarterfinal. Um, so I think the desperation of the Sharks here uh, to win by three. Finally, Lions versus Stormers. These two teams at the bottom of that Africa Conference say no lineup news um, quite yet on this one. Um, but again, it, this becomes a must-win game for both of these. The one that leaves, loses this is pretty much out of it, you'd think, as far as the playoffs are concerned. So uh, it could have a bit of a final feel about it, a bit of a cagey affair maybe, even though, let's be honest, the Lions are not uh, are not really good as a cagey side. Um, looking at uh, some of the, the, the stats around the, the, the Lions, is they want to get a lead and get out there in front because they've scored 20 tries uh, in that first half. Um, 15 in that third quarter and that last quarter only eight tries and that's where they kind of sort of, sort of slope off um, at the end there Stormers on the other hand really um, quiet in the first half only 11 tries in the first half 16 tries in the second half um, The uh, that 27 total that's the fewest tries in the competition along with some walls so again they're going to be relying on their defence whereas the um, Lions will be looking at uh, trying to blitz them with the forwards 43 tries so far this season for the Lions, um, putting them up in that top category. Uh, you've got to compare them to sort of like the Rebels got 53 so far, 48 for the Hurricanes, um, Chiefs and Brumbies, and I've got to missed out the Crusaders with 59. So they're in that sort of that top echelon of try scoring teams, the Lions there. Um, so you've got to say they'll be looking at blitzing them, while, as I say, on the, the, the flip side, the Storms will be looking at trying to constrict this game and make it as much of an arm wrestle as possible. I've gone for the home side in this one, um, Lions by five. I'm always up to interested to know what your thoughts are about these games. So let me know down below. Um, and uh, I say, if you're at the Blues versus the Bulls or you're in Hamilton for the, uh, if you're at the Blues versus the Bulls at Eden Park, come and, come and say hello. I'll be in the West End. Uh, and if on Saturday you're in Hamilton, come down to the Zone Sports Bar to watch the Chiefs versus the Crusaders. And uh, enjoy everybody you're watching this weekend, folks.